Hey, y'all. We are back. It is December 9th, my grandmother's birthday. Happy birthday, Grammy. And yeah, but are you listening? Is back on the mic. It is uh, hard to believe it's been over six months since I picked up a mic to talk to y'all. Um, because what I realized over the time was how therapeutic it really is to be able to talk about the things you're going through. Um, even if you can't hear people talking back, y'all often dive in my DMs or send me messages to say that something I've said resonated with you or that you were feeling or going through the same thing. And so it's absolutely been therapeutic to be able to to experience this journey and know that I'm not alone. So it's been crazy though. Like the last time I talked to y'all back on Mother's Day, I was telling you how I think I was in the middle of the cave. Like it was dark. I could not see any light anywhere. And um, I had come face to face with like some suicidal ideations and it was powerful enough that I wanted to share. So I'm grateful, grateful, grateful to say that there is now light in the tunnel. <laughs> we have, we made our way out. So for all of, for all of you who said a prayer or reached out or called or text or just send some good vibes my way, I want to thank you for that. It was a really, really dark time. And one of the things that was challenging about that time was not only was I going through, but as I started to share what was going on, there were so many people that reached out to me to say that they either were or had been going through the same thing. And so I hope that um, the way that I was able to to find some light, I hope that those of you that were in the throes at the same time or had been in the throes have also found some similar light and are no longer um, so deep in the tunnel, right? It's a journey. So the reality is being good today will have nothing to do with tomorrow. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with tomorrow? As a matter of fact, um, although I'm on this side of the tunnel and grateful for it, just Monday was a rough day. Like I, I just wasn't a good day for me emotionally. Um, but I am here. I am better. I am working on um, continuing to be healed, continuing to heal because it's not a linear process. The, the the One of the hardest lessons to learn is that you don't, it's not like, um, it's not, I just finished school. So <laughs> I just finished my master's, right? But it's not like a, a master's program where you have a certain number of classes you take and then you're done. Healing is more like, <laughs> healing is more like that scar you have on your knee that you got when you were four, when you were outside and fell down on your bike. I feel like that is, uh, that is a universal scar. Everybody has a universal knee scar, but I feel like that is what healing is like. Like you fall down, and it cuts to the white meat, as um, Maya used to say, it cuts, or Michael used to say, it cuts to the chicken. Um, and it heals, it scabs over, you probably pick at it, it bleeds again, it scabs over, you, you go a little while longer before you pick at it. Um, and then once it finally heals and it's no longer bleeding and the scab is gone, it still leaves a scar. And so every time you look at it, you can still remember where you were and what happened. I mean, I'm 44 and I still remember, I actually have one on my finger from um, when I was younger and I, we were, our house had caught on fire and burned down. 
and we were staying in an apartment off Duke Street. And I, it was a fully furnished apartment And I was uh, while they rebuilt our house. And I was trying to put ice in a glass. And I remember my mom told me never to push ice in a glass. But, you know, I was smart. You can't tell me. And I'm pushing the ice down in the glass and the glass bursts. And I ended up having to get stitches in my pointer finger. And um, that was 40 years ago, right? So, or a little less than that, maybe like 35 years ago. But I look at my finger and I remember exactly where I was. I remember the feeling. I remember what happened. I remember the chain of events that led up to it. And that is really what healing looks and feels like. There's never a time where... um dark days are way far off in the distance, especially not if that healing is a, is a result of um, depression and anxiety, which it happens to be for me. So anyway, I said all that to say that I'm still on my healing journey. Uh, I probably will forever be on my healing journey, but I am grateful to be able to say that I am not where I was six months ago. Um, and that is a lot to be grateful for, especially here going into a new year, which can we just talk about how quickly 2022 went? Like, I'm no like conspiracy theorist, but I feel like the earth might be spinning a little faster than it used to. Um, I didn't really pay that much attention in science. Sorry, Miss Futrell, she's going to be upset. But, um, you know, I I feel like yesterday was Halloween. And like the day before that was 4th of July. Um, it doesn't even feel like Christmas. I mean, forget the fact that it's, it was 70 degrees the other day in December, but, um, Isaiah put up his little four foot Christmas tree and, uh, we put it upstairs this year. And, um, I, my intention was to put the bigger tree up downstairs, you know, and decorate, put up, hang stockings. Y'all I've done nothing. Christmas is in two weeks. And what we have is a four foot Christmas tree on top of a table with all the presents around it. So yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, but this year has been in addition to it flying by, it has really been crazy. Like so many things have happened. Um, emotionally, mentally, physically, you know, I'm, I, I shared much of my journey through Oregon last year, so I don't have to rehash that. Um, I did not share a ton about what has transpired in 2022 outside of like sharing with you that I was suicidal at one point. Um, but there were just so many things, right? I resigned from the job in uh, February or March-ish, I resigned from the job, um, explained why I was resigning, got overwhelming support from my team, from my my peers, um, moved back home in March. I contracted with the same job in April, May, and June with the hours diminishing. And by June, I, I thought, right, because I'm the bomb, like I'm smart. I know how to do my job well. Um, I can learn on the fly, even if it's a job I've never done before. So I was like, yo, getting a new job is going to be a piece of cake. Like they're talking about how it's such a great market to get a new job and be a job seeker. I'm reading about people's success stories on LinkedIn. I had um, all these things, right? All these people are pouring into me about how great I would be as someone's employee. And I'm networking, I'm meeting great people and three months go by and not a single interview. Um, 
I'm meeting tons of people that are like, I would hire you if I could. I would hire you if I had a role for you. Um, but nobody is extending an offer, right? And so there's less money in the account. There's less everything. <laughs> there is less everything. Um, and so the money ran out. And for the most part, for the month of July and some of the month of August, I was unemployed. Like I didn't have any money. Um, I did not know how I was going to pay the rent. I did not know how we were going to eat. And lots of people offered money. But as I've talked to y'all before, if you are not new here, um, I guess I should pause right there. If you're new here and this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad you chose to join us. I know during the pandemic, um, podcasts were a big thing. I think they probably have fallen off a bit. So if you're new here, welcome. Uh, we believe in transparency, um, learning and growing together, um, and we do it scared. So welcome. For the rest of you that aren't new here, um, you know, I, I, I forgot what I was even going to tell y'all. <laughs> I just got so excited. Anyway, so I thought I was the bomb, right? So people are, are, are net, I'm networking, um, but there are no job offers and, oh, that's where I was going. And as you know, you know, I have, I have confessed before that I have trouble accepting help. Like that's not, that's not anything new for those of you that know me. Right. So people will say, oh, you know, I had a really good friend of mine say, I could write you a check today. Um, but for me, the challenge with that was that was one more thing I had to pay back. So it wasn't like I didn't have help being offered, but I didn't know how to accept it. I didn't know how to tell people what I needed. It was just a lot. And so I was unemployed. So the biggest lesson for me in that was I was unemployed, but we didn't lack anything. Like insert the praise break right there. We didn't lack anything. Our bills were paid an hour. Me, the girls, the bills were paid. We were fed. You know, the rent was paid. My, my car wasn't repossessed. Um, when I look back right now, I have no idea how that even happened. Because I ain't have no money, y'all. Like, savings was depleted. When you move across the country and then turn around and move back in under a year, that is not cheap. That is not cheap. And so it was tough. I had a really tough time. Um, didn't have any money. But again, like I look back and we didn't lack anything, nothing, nothing lacked. There have been times in my life where I was working and getting paid every, you know, two weeks and we were still lacking. So how we went for, you know, and my bills right now are considerably more. So when I look back and I'm like, yo, we didn't lack anything. I, that is nothing but grace, like 1,000 thousand 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 percent grace so um yeah so we we go through I end up having a job interview I have one I probably put out 200 plus applications and I have one job interview um actually I'm sorry I have two job interviews so I am weeks at a time getting rejection letters, you know, people saying no. <laughs> every every day there are several emails with people saying, yeah, nah, we're good. Thanks. Thank you, but no thank you. Um, and that takes a toll. And so one thing that I put on LinkedIn that I want to share here, if you're listening, is that if you have someone, if you know someone who is job hunting, 
um, don't let how is the job search going be the first thing they, that you ask them when you see them. And that kind of goes for anything. If you know someone that's trying to get pregnant, if you know someone that's that's trying to do something in their life that would be life changing or, you know, that they are really, really into, whether it's school, whether it's whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying don't ask. Yeah, I am. I am saying don't ask. What I'm saying is let them tell you. If you know somebody is trying to have a baby and they didn't tell you they're pregnant, then don't ask because chances are they don't have an update or things aren't going the way they think they would be going or they would like them to be going. So it got to the point that I stopped wanting to go out because everybody would be like, oh, my God, you're home. How's the job search? And I would be like, it's not going. No, I got nothing. I don't have a job. Nobody wants to hire me. And people would be like, oh, my God, don't worry. It's coming. You're an amazing person. Somebody's going to pick you up really soon. Just just hold on. But that was taxing for me. And so after I went to a out a couple times, and y'all know I don't go out, but like after I went was a couple places and that happened, I was like, yo, I ain't going nowhere. So at this point, I just want to encourage you that if you know someone who is, you know, trying to buy a house or you know, trying to get pregnant, trying to have a baby, trying to start a family, trying to get a job, trying to lose weight. Like, I'm not saying do not inquire. And and, and I know that typically when people ask, it's from a really good place, right? They're asking because they want to support you. But be mindful of how that asks, how that ask is interpreted on the other side. And just be sensitive to that. Know that if they closed on their house, they're going to tell you. If they finally got pregnant after trying, they're going to tell you. If they got the job, they're going to tell you, right? Like, fast forward, um, I got turned down for a job I really wanted. Um, I was one of the top two applicants. It was given to another applicant. I was a wreck. Um, I sulked for about a week. And then I called the company back because I saw a different job and was like, yo, like, I don't know why I didn't get the first job because I'm the bomb and y'all missed out. But also, what about this job? I go through the process, um, end up like securing employment, end up securing employment. Um, so right now I am gainfully employed. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Um, and I am better off than I was before I ever even went to Oregon. Like without like airing my financial business, right? Um, I'm in such a better place financially, professionally. Um, things are good. Things are good. And so now when people say, how you doing? I say, I'm good. I'm working, right? See how that works? I'm doing good. I'm working. They don't have to ask me. I volunteer the information. So if you don't take anything from this first episode, just take that, take that tidbit with you to just be kind when you are asking people about major things that are happening in their life, because if they haven't shared that with you, there may be other underlying reasons, but it may just be because that thing isn't going the way they want and it's not a great spot for them. So just give them some grace in that. Anyway, things are good. Things are really good. Um, We've got... A lot of things that I want to talk about this season, um, a lot of things happening in my own life that I'm excited to share, some uh, um, some 
people that I want to bring on to talk to y'all. Like we're going to do mental health again. We're going to run that back because mental health needs to be talked about. We have so we have come a long way in terms of reducing the stigmatism, but we got a long way to go. So we're going to talk about that thing. We're going to get some therapists on here. Um, we're not going to get my therapist on here because we can't tell y'all those secrets, but get some therapists on here. Um, my homeboy and I have already started talking and recording an episode uh, about home buying because that's that's one of the next journeys I'm about to embark on. Um, we're going to talk finances. So it's going to be a good season. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited for y'all to be back with me. Um, I can't wait to hear your feedback. Um, we, got, we just got so many things to talk about. Um, one of the, the pieces of transparency that I that I will leave y'all with today is that for as really good as things are going for me, one of the things that I have been battling is the feeling that something is missing. Um, and I've been praying about that thing because, so if you have children or if you have children or if you've ever cared for a child, you don't have to be their mom, but if you've ever, or dad, but if you ever cared for a child, you would have experienced what I'm about to say. So at least once in all of my children's lives, <laughs> much more than once, but at least once I have done something for them, taken them somewhere, spent time with them doing X, Y, Z. Um, and at the end of that thing that we were doing, they, we had done all the things, right? Done all the things, um, spent all the money, spent all the time. And at the end of the day, their lips were poked out because we didn't do one more thing, whether it was, we didn't get ice cream or we didn't, they also wanted to go here. Or they also wanted me to buy them them little ugly light up shoes or what you see, I'm still, I'm still traumatized by that. But anyway, whatever the thing was, right? We had done all the things. And at the end of the day, we didn't do this one thing. And I can remember when it happened with each of them feeling like they were so ungrateful. Like, you ungrateful little shit. How could you? I done spent all this time and money and now you mad because I didn't buy you the ice cream? Like, go in your room and leave me alone. And so I have been battling feeling like the ungrateful little shit because God has blessed me in so many ways, in so many areas of my life with so many things, right? Um, not Not even just material things, but just, he brought me through y'all this last 18 months. Like that whole footprints prayer, he carried me the end. Um, so looking back in the way that he carried me and the way that he has blessed me financially, you know, and I'm able to help other people, the way that he has um, guarded my heart, the way that he has kept my mind, it is tough for me to be like, but God, there was this one part of the prayer that I had prayed that you, um, I feel like you forgot about that. So we could circle the block on that. Um, so I'm battling that a little bit. And we'll talk about that, you know, as the season goes on, because I'm certain I ain't the only one. Now, the part of the prayer that I feel like you forgot might not be the same part of the prayer for everybody, but I'm sure we've all felt that way at, at one point or another. So we'll unpack that. But anyway, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad y'all are back with me. I hope y'all will rock with me through the season. I hope y'all will give me feedback as we move along. Tell me what y'all want to talk about. The last time I opened up the floor, <laughs> I got a resounding. Can we talk about dating? It's The dating pool got pee in it. And um, it does. <laughs> so, yes, we will talk about that too. But there's just so much to embark on this journey. And um, I can't wait. I can't wait for y'all to do it with me. Um, we still out here. We still doing it scared. Um, season four. Let's do it.